Okay, I admit it. I'll come clean. I have had a passion for radio since I can remember. And that is more than 65 years ago. And believe me, I'm very grateful that I can remember that far back, especially since I can't remember when I go into a room why I went in there. And that includes the bathroom. But I digress. Hi, I'm John Lovering, the producer of Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program. An opportunity to share my passion for old-time radio programming with people that have a similar passion, and perhaps many who were not even born when radio was the only immediate mass media that existed. My passion for radio expands beyond the radio programs. I'm an amateur extra-class radio operator, call sign KC1XG, and though I have not been very active on ham radio in the past few years, I did expand my interest into the restoration of old radios about 30 years ago and have restored over 150 old tube radios. Unfortunately, a medical condition, a pacemaker, has made working on high-voltage radios with strong magnetic fields something that I can no longer safely do. So I have come full circle back to the programs that were heard over the radios. Hence, Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program. Volunteering as a radio host on Portsmouth Community Radio for 13 years, doing a two-hour show every week called Portsmouth Community Radio Audio Theater gave me the opportunity to share my passion with a fairly local audience. And then along came the internet and podcasting, and here I am. I now volunteer as a video and audio editor at a local public media TV station, but the passion for radio is still there. I have always been interested in the history of the development of radio, and during my tenure on Portsmouth Community Radio, I did a series where I had a chance to focus attention to the history of radio. How did it begin? What was the first commercial radio station? Who was considered the father of radio? What roles did people like Lee DeForest, Nikola Tesla, Thomas Edison, Nathan Stubblefield, bet you never heard of him, Edwin Armstrong, David Sarnoff, Marconi, and so many more play in the technical development of radio. Oh, I suppose for most it's not important, but some amazingly intelligent and talented people laid the groundwork for every computer chip, SSD drive, transistor, vacuum tube, 4K television, smartphone, and the list goes on and on and on, because the principles of electricity and electromagnetic waves that they discovered and the equipment they invented from vacuum tubes to transistors, computer chips, circuit boards, and so much more, has made everything we have in the field of communication today possible. On this track, you will hear one of the few recordings that I played on Portsmouth Community Radio in January of 2010, entitled, From Wireless to Radio, Moments of the History of Radio. There are several tracks available in the playlist, History of Radio, on this podcast. I thank you for listening. And I appreciate the privilege of your time. Portsmouth Community Radio Audio Theater presents Wireless to Radio, a series of audio history highlights about the development of radio in America. In 1923, radio or wireless, as it was called then, changed the concept of home entertainment forever. This series will tell you about the people and the technology that made it all happen.
1913, Edwin H. Armstrong, who many years later invented FM radio, began his work to develop a way to increase the sensitivity of radio receivers, enabling them to pick up weak electrical signals. The process was called regeneration, and a radio that was capable of it was referred to as a regenerative receiver, and it is the basis of the electrical circuit that we still have in our radio receivers of today. Armstrong's efforts to patent his system ran into litigation with an American inventor named Lee DeForest, who claimed he invented the regeneration circuit, and not Armstrong. During his career, Lee DeForest held over 180 patents. DeForest invented the Audion, a vacuum tube that takes relatively weak electrical signals and amplifies them. DeForest is considered to be one of the fathers of the electronic age, as the Audion helped to usher in the widespread use of electronics. He is also credited with one of the principal inventions which brought sound to motion pictures. DeForest was involved in several patent lawsuits, and he spent a substantial part of his income from his inventions on his legal bills. He had four marriages and 25 companies. He was defrauded by business partners, and he was once indicted for mail fraud, but was later acquitted. DeForest claimed he invented the regeneration process and eventually prevailed in his case against Armstrong. He continued to work with his Audion tube, and sold it to AT&T in 1915, where further engineering was done by a man named Ralph Hartley. Hartley was employed at the research laboratory of the Western Electric Company, where he was put in charge of radio receiver development for the Bell System Transatlantic Radio Telephone Tests. As a result of his work, he developed the Hartley Oscillator, which greatly improved the long-distance transmission of voice over the radio telephone and was the forerunner of radio broadcasting. Incidentally, an oscillator is an electrical circuit that can be an amplifier or a transmitter of radio waves. Two very useful components in all radio stations and radio receivers. And that is your Portsmouth Community Radio's audio theater wireless to radio moment in history for this evening. <laughs>